<laughs> I'm, the, I'm the theme song this week. Oh, you're going to be our theme song? No. Hi, and welcome to Happy Not Crappy. Welcome to Happy Not Crappy. I'm Mickey Williams. I'm Nikki Hafner, and we are so glad to have you. I'm drinking a Coke. I don't have a drink. Shame on me. I need a drink. Yeah, what the hell, man? Should be whiskey. Too bad you're, I don't have you're, any. You're working with your voice. You got to have a drink. I always should have a drink. Um, Happy Not Crappy is a show brought to you by us to cheer you up, to take you out of the dark places that the world has brought you and bring you some joy. Brought to you by us. (laughs) Is it not? Is it not brought to you by us? I suppose it must be because we're here. We both are together. I'm worried about drinking this Coke, though, for real. Like, I am worried about this drinking this Coke because it's going to give me gas and I'm going to burp. And I don't want to burp on the cast. I've made a I'm podcast actually... where there was a massive burp, but I don't want to do that one. Yeah, last time we were recording, I was burping all throughout it. And I don't know if you heard it. And I don't I know if you've opened that audio yet. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> opened it. I haven't even cracked that one. I was sincerely hoping that you were going to go in and just sort of delete every single one. Because it's bad. <laughs> Do you understand how much work that will be? I have no idea. I have no idea how much work it's going to be. I and if you just keep to... it in, if you keep it's it in, I understand. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's literally just me going. All right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna silence this portion of audio and then repeating the 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 effect as they say um, <laughs> on every single one. But my gosh, if you burp, if I go to listen to that one and you're just burping and I just never noticed it while we were recording. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, well, I'm gonna be amused. I'm gonna real. I'm, I'll be. Yeah, about that. you're gonna laugh your ass off. Is what you're gonna do. <laughs> but, but you guys, don't want me belching I'm here sorry. because I have. I have big belches. I belch oh, loud. See, I have baby belches. So does so so does my girlfriend. Aww. So because ladies are taught to be ladies. She did take uh, cotillion and, and etiquette classes, and she is a debutante. Oh, so, fancy. Very fancy. I, so, I've I'm been sorry. Watching- wait. Let me repeat. Let me let me fix all that. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend is a lady, and she does not burp. That's right. That needs to be exactly what you say. Also, women don't sweat. We glisten. Oh, I'm glistening right now. My recording booth is hot. <laughs> None of that is true. <laughs> women burp. Women sweat, and uh, no, we are no, human. No, 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 and no, we're no, no. We are still beautiful. Don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's ruined. Get over it. <laughs> No, seriously though. Uh, yeah. What'd you do today? Me? Uh yeah. okay. Um Well I added You want me to a, start? <laughs> I already started, you dumb. Oh, okay, stupid. go ahead. You go you Love edited. You. Um <laughs> Well, <laughs> I edited uh Oh man, my tongue's not working. I edited the podcast for a large portion of the day. Uh-huh. Um I also oh no. I edited the podcast yesterday. No, no, no. Let me correct myself. Blah, 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 take two. <laughs> I I made the, the the executive decision to leave my computer off all day and spend time with my roommates. So I woke up and did not sit down on my computer chair like I usually do in the mornings. I walked straight off into the uh, living room. Mm. I had I had breakfast out there. I watched the vice presidential debate. Uh, and then I just kind of, oh, I've been playing. I told you I, I play Animal Crossing. The uh, Halloween update has been has been really fun, and I finally got uh, my girlfriend to download it, so she's been playing that. And then we had a mini date. I had a mini Aww. date today. So hold um, on, did you chill with your girlfriend or your roommates or both? Both, both at different points. 
both at different points. Both at different points. Okay. Roommates in the, in the morning and, and uh, noon. And then uh, in the afternoon, when my girlfriend got off work, uh, we went and had a little mini date. Um, we both started driving without any idea where we were going to go. And then we both decided that we really wanted... Um, we really wanted celery and guacamole, and mm-hmm. so we got some, we got some guacamole uh, and chips instead of celery because it was what was available. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cut food out. I want to stop talking about food. Whatever you ask me about, I'm doing. It's okay because when we record, it's usually right after your dinner time, so it makes sense that you. That's where your mind is. It is. Um, and then we just kind of hung out. Uh, I had a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to watch a movie, but she went out with uh with my my roommate. Her I live with my my girlfriend's best friend, so she went out with my roommate and uh her, my roommate's sister. So she is out right now, but she will be back. She might even be back before we're done recording. So I hope she's quiet. Uh well, if she's not, then we will take a short break, say hello, um, thank her once more for emailing us, which is something we love when our listeners do, even if they are our girlfriends. Yeah. And uh yeah yeah we are fine if she comes in and interrupts us um yeah that was my day i've had a good day i think that sounds um, like a good day a little time I'm really away proud from of the you. screens yeah uh, i'm i'm really it. proud that you took a break i know how hard you've been working and so i'm really proud that you were able to look at yourself and say i need this and then go and do it that's so good thanks mom Okay, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I, I actually no. I, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. I I, I actually really did. Um, I think it's good if if you feel like you have been having too much time in front of a screen, staring mm-hmm. at that blue light. Take a break. Take a break. It's it's so refreshing and also so isolating if you if you spend so much time in front of a computer. You know. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. How about, uh, how about you? How you been? What's been going on for you? I got a massage today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we get massages occasionally, and I haven't gone for one in several, several months. Just, I figured the risk, you know, you're putting your face in this little hole, and it's just an increased risk. So I decided I wasn't, it wasn't worth it for me. So I, I haven't gotten one in several months, but my back hurt. And so I called them up and they were able to get me in. And so I went and got a massage and it was so relaxing. Wow. I've never gotten a massage in my life. You know that? How? I've never gotten a real, I've never gotten a, a real massage in my life. Wow. Um, It's not about the price. It's just, I've never been inclined to go get one. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. felt like I've needed one. Oh, so you're lucky. I guess. I have been, I, I think because I had a child so young, I had my daughter when I was 19 and I think because of that, um, it just sort of sped up my aging. <laughs> At least that's the, the excuse I use. Uh, and then when she was three, I was playing with her and I went to swing her. You know how you st- how you grab kids from like their underarms and swing them in a big circle? Mm-hmm. So I picked her up and I swung her in this big circle, but she had grown <laughs> and oh. it hurt. And I wrenched my back and I have never been the same. So I was going to the massage therapist twice a week for an hour-long appointment each time um, before, from the time, well, pretty much for the entire time she was three. (laughs) And then I couldn't anymore because I had to switch jobs. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now I'm back up here, or I'm up here, and so I can go again. And 
it's wonderful it's such a help and more importantly it's so relaxing it's a form of self-care for me i mean that sounds i like i have never gotten one because i never felt like i've needed one but like i do want one yeah i do like i really do i just if i don't need one and or feel like i need one i don't i don't see why i'd go get one here's what i recommend get on groupon have you ever been on groupon yeah of course yeah get on groupon and see if you can find one of the deals. You can usually find them, especially right now, because Christmas is coming up. And you'll find, like, $20 for an hour-long massage. And go and see if you like it. See if you like ha- being, you know, practically naked in some stranger's space. See if you like being touched like that. You know, that's very intimate. Are you laughing? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am. The phrasing here. See if you... Just go out there and see if you like being naked, like almost naked and being touched <laughs> in this way by a stranger. Just I, I it does sound pleasant. It's it does it does sound pleasant. It does sound pleasant. I've considered doing it as a as a couples thing. Um well, understand though it's it's totally normal not to like it too. My my um partner does not like massages. Really? Oh yeah, cannot stand it. Doesn't want to be touched like that. Huh. Well, yeah. I'll tell you I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I don't think I've disclosed this um information fully on the podcast before, but I have no problems with it. Um mm-hmm. I, I live with a major disability. I have uh, an an LVAD, a left ventricular assist device. Um, and the drive line comes out of my abdomen, and I don't think that it would be very comfortable to lay on my stomach for oh, no. a long period of time because I just don't do that in general. I can't even lay on my left side. So yeah. I don't, I don't think that laying on my stomach would be too comfortable right now. Also, I don't think that they would have the amenities to like put my VAD on the t- on a table next to me for a little bit while they do it. I think that it just would be a lot more difficult. So maybe once I finally get the heart transplant, mm-hmm. uh, I will go out for a massage. Well, once my uh, once my sternum, is that what it's called? Right in the chest area <laughs> is, is yeah. healed. Yeah, they, they crack your sternum afterwards. So that'll be like... A month afterwards or, two. or before or during? Hmm? You said afterwards. Why would they crack it afterwards? No, no, no. They crack it so afterwards for about two months. You uh, you can't you gotta be very gentle with it. Well, maybe when you get your surgery for your get well soon gift, me and the boys will pool our Pitching money and get a, you a massage. massage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also there is the option of the chair. So you, you would sit in a chair during your massage and then you're not laying on yourself. I mean, I'm cool with that. I, I could do the chair right now, probably. Yeah. I but just, then they're not, you're not going to get out. your legs done or, well, they usually do your neck pretty well, but you're not going to get your yeah. legs done like that. Mm-hmm. Well. Yep, yep, yep. I'll have to go get that done. I sent my grandma for one once. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> she, she had never been before in her whole, whole life. And How old did she get before she'd had, before this? Oh, like... geez. It had to have been... Well, it had to have been in the last decade, so between 65 and 75. I feel like that's going to be me. I feel like for all this talk, I'm not going to go get one, and then it's not going to be until I'm like 65, 75, and then I'll finally <laughs> go out and get a massage, and I'll be like, I don't see the point in all this. No, you're going to be like, I should have been doing this for the last 70 years. Forever. What's wrong with me? My kid goes for massages. Really? Oh, yeah. It helps with her anxiety and her stress. She, I know it's a lot of people want to talk crap about kids having stress, but, uh, no, you know, they do, <laughs> they do. And that's okay. And it's okay to acknowledge that. I, I think it's ridiculous to insinuate that, that kids don't have stress. I like, 
what is it? What I can't remember which uh, wh- what comedian it was, but a comedian was the one who who said this. I I thought it was brilliant. It was like kids are are living a life where they have no control. Yep. They don't get to decide what they what they buy, what they eat. They don't get to decide when they when they go, where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful. And we're not saying that I'm not saying that they know what they should be buying what they should be eating and where they should be going. But it sucks that they can't. Yeah, it sucks when they come home and the first thing they hear is get in the car, we're leaving, and they have no idea where they're going or why. Yeah. Especially if they've had negative experiences with that. I had this conversation earlier about I can't tell you what the conversation was, but um, (laughs) they made they made this analogy. They were like, it's like being a kid and and being asked by your parents, hey, do you want to go to the grocery store? But really what they're being told is you're coming to the grocery store. (laughs) The question part of it, the the (laughs) phraseology of it Mm -hmm. is is simply a courtesy. Because they don't really have a choice. Oh yeah. If you don't want to leave them alone, and they're and you're going to the grocery store, they're coming with you. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of uh, I think in our generation, uh, and I I think I'm a little bit I'm a lot a bit older than you, but still, we we dealt with that more because I think our parents were a little bit more afraid to leave us alone. They didn't have phones to call us as often, um, stuff like that. Now, when I ask my kid, do you want to go to the store? If she says no, she's staying home. And not just because she's 13. I mean, that's been a thing for years um, where it was it was definitely a choice. I don't like feeling like I'm forcing it. You're not that much older than me. Wait, I want to back up to that. You're not that much older than me. (laughs) I turned 33. I almost said 35. That is a lie. I turned 33. (laughs) You are five years older than me. That is it. That feels like a lot. You were barely born in a different decade than me. I was just, I was just, I was just barely born in the 90s. Yep. Yep. So I was born in an entirely different decade than you. You, my God, what an (laughs) overstatement. Five years, five years. Okay. Five years when I was in middle school felt like an eternity. A five years in middle school meant essentially I could be saying an adult, but I'm 28. You're only five years older than me saying that, that like, well, I'm just like a lot older than you. Come on, man. We're not ageist here. Okay. You're right. We're not ageist. But (laughs) that being said, I, because I started, like I said, I, I had my daughter at 19. So I feel like my aging just sped up really fast. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, at 19, well, you were having heart issues at the same time I was having baby issues. So maybe I don't have any room to talk. <laughs> I was facing my mortality while you were uh, facing the creation of life. Yeah, I was creating life. You were considering ending it? No? Considering? <laughs> Wait, whoa. My body. Hold up. Okay, my body was creating life. Your body was considering ending it. No? <laughs> no, not better? I don't Worse? Like the phrasing of any of this. Okay, okay. Cut it all. Let's try again. <laughs> um... Hey, I received a wonderful uh, update about one of our last episodes. Um, Really? Yeah, I have a little note. Okay. So in the past episode, we discussed autism. Our information wasn't completely correct. And since then, one of our wonderful, wonderful listeners, and this person is a licensed therapist and a personal friend of mine. Her name is Allie. She gave us some updated info. We are going to include that info in a Twitter post on the day that this airs. It talks about neurodiversity, neurotypicality, and what the difference is. 
And that will update you much more than my uneducated self could. I don't know the issue as well as she did, does, but we did sit down and have quite the conversation about the differences. And this little visual will give all of the listeners a chance to look at that as well. Okay, I'm dying to know. What are we talking about? Well, if you want to know a little bit about the differences, neurodiversity is uh, the differences in brain function um, versus uh, normal, quote unquote, variations with the human population. Um, all of these things are just how our brain works differently. There are a lot of differences that we all experience and they aren't flaws. They are differences. And I think when we learn more about the people around us and we learn more about our differences, we can function better as a society and as human beings. Agreed. So yeah, I hope that helps everybody. And I'm, I do want to apologize to anybody we may have hurt by getting that information incorrect the first time. Um, and hopefully this helps us all learn and do better moving forward. And again, thank you, Allie. Yeah. Thank you, Allie. We, um, we welcome we welcome the opportunity to correct ourselves. Yes. Um, I think I think making mistakes is the first step to learning. Absolutely. So if you want to correct us on something, email us at... Yeah, please. <laughs> this, I, I can't stress this enough. Uh, this podcast is absolutely about audience uh, participation. So email us anything, a correction, a story, be it something that you found on a news aggregate or... Um, your own personal stories, please, please, please email us at mickeyandnickyhnc at gmail.com. We want to hear from you or hit us up on Twitter. We'll uh, mention all of these again at the end of the show. Yep. Um, and that's at Crappy Not on Twitter. Um, at Crappy Not or at uh, Hafner Nikki. Or at Mickey WVO. Hey, Nikki. Y- yes, Mickey. <laughs> I have a story. Ooh, tell me your story. <laughs> okay. So, Ian Bell. Oh, this is this story is from Metro, uh, from Metro News, uh, but not as you know it. So it's Metro.co.uk. So, <laughs> Ian Bell, fifty-five, made it as far as the kiosk window last week, only for a manager at KFC to come out and say he would have to leave for health and safety of other customers. Ian Bell says he doesn't understand, as his horse John John is as good as gold. Horse and carts were around for a long time before motor cars, so why can't he take his horse and buggy through the drive-thru at KFC? <laughs> so this story is about a guy, first of all... Please tell this, me he's Amish. This story is... He's not. This story, uh. this story is about Mr. Ian Bell and his horse, John John. Mm-hmm. Which... Grade A name. I know that I just talked about disliking horses in a previous episode, but grade A name for a horse. If you got to have a horse, name him John John and go to KFC. Get them chickies, right? Get them chicky legs and them chicky wings with John yes. John. The KFC manager said for the health and safety, if he's through the drive through. Yeah. Why can't he? Why can't he be in a horse and buggy? OK, so here's my thought. Mm-hmm. Horses poop a lot. They do? <laughs> They do. And they they poop with they, they don't hold it until they get to a litter box or their their individual stables. They will poop as they walk. So if this horse is walking through the drive through and shitting all over it. Wait, back up. Yeah. I love the inclusion of litter box in there. Thank you. I love it. Like a horse sized litter box. What would be a worse thing than that? 
So well, what what do you think a stable is? It looks like a litter box to me. Okay, but he already drove here in his horse and buggy, and the horse is shitting all the way there. I mean, if there's a little, I guess, yeah, no, you know what? Because then the drive-through employees would have to come out, and the KFC employees exactly. would have to come out and clean up the shit. I guess I get it, but at the same it's just- time. I have seen so many parades and they've always got somebody with a shovel walking behind the horse. But okay. But one time, one time a horse and buggy comes through. If this was like the 12th time and they were like, Mr. Bell, we can't keep doing this. Your horse, you got the shit. We clean up shit. We don't have a shit shovel. They go out there with their plastic gloves and they pick up the shit. (laughs) Like, that I would understand, but it doesn't sound like that's the case. I haven't, as as per usual, I haven't read through the entire story. So, uh, Ian said, I had queued, let me, let me say that. I had queued up behind some cars and was about to order a bargain bucket. A bargain bucket? Wait. They have something called a bargain bucket at KFC? I don't need it. I guess so. A bargain bucket when all of a sudden this manager came out and said, you're not allowed through here. <laughs> he said, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'd done nothing I'd done nothing wrong. John John was behaving himself. He was quiet as a lamb. Aww. He's a very well behaved horse. And he looks you know, to be he looks like a small horse because the guy is standing upright and has his arm over the horse's neck, like completely right. casual. You know, I I used to work for a McDonald's. I know it's not a KFC, but we were not allowed to have certain people through the drive-thru. You like can't it. come through on foot. You can't yep. come through on a bike. You can't come through on a on a dirt bike. The rule was, if it's not highway legal, you cannot come through a driveway, a driveway, so, a drive-thru. So no, like, mopeds either. Yeah, no mopeds, nothing. If you, It's not highway legal, which makes no sense to me because a moped or a dirt bike or even a horse is still big enough not to get hit well, by a, another vehicle. I'm going to rule... I'm gonna have to fly in the face of this one here mm-hmm. because Mr. Ian Bell is quoted immediately after this. In the end, I had to go to McDonald's for a Big Mac. No one there batted <laughs> an eyelid. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. I find that super amusing. Um, Yeah. Where I was, you know, we were not, you know, it was Southern California and we were not allowed to wait on anybody who was not highway legal. But the reason behind it, they told us, was so that they didn't get injured in the drive through because people coming through in their cars might not see somebody not in a full sized vehicle and hit them. I have to... I have to I have to say I've been doing the wrong I've been doing the wrong accent. Oh, have you? This happened in Carlisle Cumbria, which is a city in England. Ooh, so give me a new accent then, Mickey. <laughs> okay. Uh in the end I'll have to go to McDonald's for a Big Mac. No one there about it not that's Australian. That is I very can't... Australian. In the end I had to go to McDonald's. I can't do it! Nope, nope. You're I gonna don't have to watch put him, in, Luther. I, don't even make me put any of this in the podcast. This is embarrassing. I can't do an no. English accent. You have to put it in because in three months, when you can do an English accent, it's gonna come back a lot better for you. And look, look how much I've progressed. Dad of Dad of one, Ian added. 
I think my treatment from KFC has been downright disgusting and discriminatory against people who use horses and carts. Wait, people <laughs> who use horses and carts? Discriminatory? Who uses horses and carts anymore? Aside from the Ian Amish. <laughs> the Mennonites? Amish don't go to make McDonald's. You don't know that. No, they you don't. don't. The Amish don't go to McDonald's. The Mennonites don't go to McDonald's. Do, um, you know wait, what? We'll have I to think ask we need Neville. to ask our friends. Hold on. Okay. Let's let's see if he's online because I will message him and then we can keep, get on and I'll let you know if he responds. Yeah, Do yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Amish you go ahead and message. People get fast food. I, I think that the Mennonites do. so And I know that they do. Well, I know from Letterkenny that they <laughs> use heart, uh, horses and buggies. So I shout out Letter to Letterkenny. Kenny. Oh, too. yes. But, okay. So the horse and cart is a common way to get around where I'm from, which is, which is Carlisle, Cumbria. We're not looking to stir up trouble. And we're sorry for Ian and John John's experience, says KFC. But the safety of our guests is really important, so we can't allow horse-drawn vehicles in our drive-thrus. Right. Well, that's sad, but it is. As long and as more they... than likely, their inside was closed, and he couldn't get his bargain bucket. Yeah. Well, yeah, because England is so—they're so on lockdown. I mean, my sister lives there, and they are on—they're on pretty big lockdown right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. See, that's so I hear about this, and I feel so lucky that I'm in Canada, because it's not here. I literally have plans to go to a cafe today because we don't have cases where we are. So about John John. <laughs> yes. John John seems to be a very small horse. Yeah. I think that I'd be less afraid of a horse that size. Like a pony. He's not quite a pony. He's mm-hmm. somewhere between. He is mm-hmm. somewhere between, which I don't know if there's a word for that because a miniature horse is something that's as small as a pony or smaller, right? But Yeah. This this boy, John John. He may just be a small breed of horse. He could just be a small breed of horse. I wonder I wonder how often um because he says he went to KFC and they refused service and he went mm-hmm. to McDonald's. I wonder how often he made a trip on his horse and buggy to get fast food because if he got turned by, down by KFC and it became a news story, it means that this is the first time that it's happened to him. Um, Probably, yeah. Otherwise, he'd always just go to McDonald's. Right. So, so right. So it tells me two things. It tells me that this is the first time that this has happened to him and also tells me that he's probably the one who contacted the news to tell them about this. He was so outraged. He couldn't get K- his bargain bucket from KFC <laughs> that... He con he contacted the news outlet and said, "I couldn't get my my KFC bargain bucket. I need oh my, my bargain bucket. That's terrible." We're, you know, I'm going to keep a trying at this English accent thing. You should you should keep trying, and in uh, you know six months or six weeks or whatever, you'll have it down pat. And but I'll, uh... and, and when I go out for voice acting gigs, I'll be like, "Look at this! Look at my ability <laughs> to improve." Yes. What I was going to say was um, he may have posted about it on his social media and then it went viral and then the news came to him. Or even if it didn't go full on viral, it went viral enough for his area for them to come talk to him. Because that seems to happen a lot. Somebody posts on Facebook or post on their, you know, their local Facebook and then yeah. the news goes and contacts and them. And that's got to be like a B-lister reporter. Because, you know, like there's always those stories. And I'm not shit talking the reporter who covered this story. Who is it? I don't have the link on up on my screen right now. But um, 
but that's got to be like that's kind of like that those um cliche uh uh things and stories about news reporters and, and anchors and stuff uh, movies about those where it's like where it's like ah man they won't give me my big break they still have me reporting on this cookie thing like mm-hmm. oh man i'm reporting on this cat fashion show like why won't they give me serious news and so you know there's somebody behind this that's like Oh, man, they won't give me my big break. They keep giving me this guy goes through KFC drive through with a poison buggy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but, but, but to be fair, I'm not shake talking those reporters because those are our bread and butter right now with this podcast. Yes. And we appreciate you. Shout out good news reporters. That's right. And if anybody out there listening has any stories that they'd like us to cover, um, cause <laughs> cover cause we're reporters, uh, go ahead and, yeah. and email us at Mickey and Nikki HNC at gmail.com. We that might is right. Cover your stories in a future episode. And it will be linked. And, um, yeah, we do know, I mean, I do know, I assume you do know how to do basic research. And so we will verify the stories to the best of our ability, but we're not perfect and we're not professionals. <laughs> All right. Um, <sighs> you want to go ahead and do your story? We hit 15 yes. minutes. Mickey, I do want to do my story. Um, I've got a couple of options here. I've got, um, I can feel my dog snoring and it's shaking my foot and it's hilarious to me. I think <laughs> I hear, wait, wait, quiet. I thought I heard it. It happened just now, but it's not showing up on my mic recording. So I'll, I'll anyway, have to see, I'll have to see in post whether it's there, but I, I thought I heard that your dog snoring. Is this She's Halcyon not or quiet. is it? Um... This is Bella my pit mix yeah okay so i've got a couple of ones i'm trying to choose from i've got a hilarious one about dr phil or i've got a feel good one about a billionaire i definitely hear it yeah i definitely hear the snoring (laughs) you have a feel oh there it was again you have a feel good one we have a billionaire who has given away his entire fortune over the last 38 years his name is chuck feeney which i find hilarious because i always think of um boy meets world and from there yes and this is an old white man who looks a little bit like mr feeney so works for it in 1982 he quietly set up a philanthropic foundation his goal was to secretly give away his entire fortune which i'll tell you in a minute what he made it from now it took him 38 years and he's 89 now but he has succeeded in giving away his entire fortune so he made his money in duty-free shopping businesses uh building a next a nest egg of eight billion dollars over the course of his life and um He has been known over the years for being very frugal and very humble. He doesn't own a car. He rents a a small apartment. He flies economy class. He only owns one pair of shoes. He's that guy. Wow. Yeah. You know, he's the kind of person that you always say that you want to be like if you win the lottery. You're like, oh, if I win the lottery, I'm still going to just own the shitty car that I own. And I'm going to live in my apartment with my roommates. I've never said that. You haven't? <laughs> I've never, ever, ever said that. Well, then I'm just a better person than you. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, go with that. <laughs> go with that. You're better than I am. No, no. I always say I'll probably have a very mod- – I'm not a car person, so I will definitely have a modest car. I might mm-hmm. – I, I, I'm not a car person, but I have one car that I actually like, so I might get an old beater Corvette. 
Like nice. just a beater. I just I want it to have character. But beyond that, I, I just as long as it works and it drives, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. And then I want a modest home. I don't want a huge home. And I also want a modest home and I'm on board with that. But I want a fucking Tesla. I want a car. Dude, I want one of the trucks. You might have single handedly just now convinced me otherwise. I want a Tesla too. <laughs> yes. I want I what I want right now is the truck, but I want to wait until they make it smaller so that I can take it off roading. I want to wait until they make it a little more aesthetically pleasing because I don't find the Tesla truck to be very aesthetically pleasing. Oh no, it's ugly as sin. Yeah. But but, <laughs> but that's Tesla's why I want so it. Cool. It would be great because I could paint it whatever I wanted. I'm not going to worry about how it looks. I can drive it in the off-roads. I'm not going to worry about it getting damaged because it's so ugly now. What do I care? And it'll be so cheap on gas and shit. I I would love it. It'd be perfect. And I love to go off-roading. My gosh. I I think that that Tesla cars are just so cool because of all of the features. It's like the first time that a tech company... Mm-hmm. has made a car because Elon Musk's industries are not an automotive industries company. No. Like he's just, there's no background there for that. He decided nope. he wanted to make a car. He made it a tech giant. Yeah. But did he, did he decide he wanted to make a car? Because all I've heard about Musk lately, and please don't come after me, Musk. I swear I don't hate you. I don't think he's But I've heard that us. basically he, he's the CEO, but he didn't come up with these ideas. He takes the credit, but it's not really his. Well, you might be right. I don't know anything about how he runs his, his, his company, but I feel like in terms of research and development, he's involved. I feel yeah. like that, that's all I can say is he's involved in the research and development, but everything else, the direction, the direction of the project is somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And I'm not trying to pass judgment. And Mr. Musk, if you want to give me a Tesla, I'm totally okay with that. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Musk. I'm not even laughing about what you said. I'm just laughing about the phrase Mr. Musk. What else would you call him? That's what you would call him, but I've never heard it before. And it's I'm putting respect on his name. Mr. Mr. Musk. Musk. Absolutely. (laughs) Does he have a doctorate? Would he be Dr. Musk? I don't. Think he Can has we a look doctorate. that up? I'm gonna look. I know. Didn't real he quick. drop out of school? Did he? Was Elon Musk a, a high school or not a high school, a college dropout? Elon Education. Musk. Um. Uh, Elon Musk went to University of Pennsylvania until '97. Wait, really? And Stanford in '95, and Queen's University until '92, and then high school until '89. <laughs> It looks like he traveled a lot. I know he was South African and Canadian. So, and so I'm my understanding is he traveled a lot. So so back up, he didn't get a doctorate? I can't tell. I if I feel like Elon Musk and I Holy listen, fuck, I, he's got a lot of kids. Yeah. 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 One, but two, I but only one that anybody in social media talks about and it's the one with the weird name. Seven. He has seven children and only one has a weird name. I'm sorry, yeah. not weird. Mr. Musk, I don't mean to call your child's name weird. Interesting and unique. Mr. Musk, I think your child's name is weird. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not, not even going to pull him punches after on us. He's, He's not going to listen to us. Oh, probably oh my not, no. goodness. No. Hey, you never his, know. Uh, but his other six children, I bet you, because I don't think his other six children are with the same. I could be wrong about this. Please tell me I'm wrong about this if I am. But I don't think his other six children are with the same woman. Does he have six? Does he yeah. have seven children with the same woman? I don't think so. 
I guess my point, my whole point in bringing this up was that, um, is that I feel like the weird kid name, I feel like the weird kid name is because he finally found a woman who's willing to let him name the kid because every <laughs> one of his other wives or girlfriends or baby mamas or whatever has been yeah. like, no, we're not naming our kids some weird math denotation. Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Yeah. You know, I think if I randomly had a new child and my husband was like, we're going to name that child this symbol and it means Delta or whatever, I'd be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I want to stop for a second. What was the story we were talking about again? Oh, yeah. We were talking about the billionaire who gave away all his money, who is not Elon, Elon okay. Musk. Okay. Okay. I his lost Chuck track Feeney. so hardcore that I was struggling to remember what we were talking about before. Yeah, uh, totally. Let's let's his... rewind and go back to Chuck Feeney because you know what? We've we've just spent five minutes going into <laughs> Elon Musk's life. Chuck Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Yeah. I you are you Mr. Feeney, you are the folktale about a rich man with a heart of gold. I that have is... so much more to tell you about Mr. Feeney. Oh no, tell me more. It's all good. It's all wonderful. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. He managed to keep his donations hidden for 15 years. And he was just giving away all sorts of shit. Um, he's part of the Duty Free Shoppers group. And he kept them hidden until 1997. And um, everything was revealed then. But he still managed to keep a low profile until 2005. And he got to do even more with his publicity. Um, he started encouraging other wealthy people to, um, and he did this by working with a journalist, Connor O'Cleary, yeah. to encourage other wealthy people to start giving away their money. <laughs> um, so he uh, he had the, uh, the Atlantic Philan Philanthropies. I think is how you say that the Atlantic philanthropies and they finally ran out of money because they spent all of his money. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Okay. This guy is even better than I thought before. Like just giving away your money. That's one thing. Giving away your money in secret without anybody knowing about it. That's yep. incredible. For years for years. So let me tell you where some of his money is gone. He's donated $3.7 billion to higher education institutions. Essential. And we are so grateful for that. Yeah. Close to another billion to Cornell University alone. Oh, no, that includes that. Including close to a $1 billion to Cornell University alone, where he studied for free under the GI Bill after serving he, in he, the Air he, Force. He's an alum. I mean, you know, I get it. But he's also a veteran. And yeah. he got to go to school for free. And so he gave his billions to the school that let him go amazing oh my gosh this guy then he donated a hundred or 870 million to various human rights groups he's all about those rights is there um, anybody is there any billionaire that is more of a philanthropist the philanthropist than this guy bill gates maybe yeah okay okay so i have oh, i have something oh. to oh this dude is Bill Gates' inspiration. What? In addition, in addition to its direct financial impact, the businessman's charitable actions inspired Bill Gates and Warren Buffett to establish the Giving Pledge for the world's richest people. So Those there who you take go. the pledge commit to giving at least half of their fortune 
away to charity. So there you go. There's no, he's, he is the epitome. Chuck Feeney. Mm-hmm. And Buffett says, Buffett has actually said, Feeney is my hero and Bill Gates's hero. He should be everybody's hero. My gosh, this is the epitome of happy, not crappy. This guy is, this guy is exactly what the world needs is to be so wealthy, but also so giving and to benefit the world in such a way. It's so, it's so amazing. It is so amazing. I have mad respect for Chuck Feeney. This is the type of billionaire I would want to be. This is it. I would want to go ahead and buy my fancy shit, but once I had it, there's no need for me to do anything else, you know? I'd want to buy my my property where I would put my house in the middle of nowhere. I'd want to buy my little Tesla nowhere. truck. And then everything else can just be given away. I don't I just, need to know it. I just want you to know I can still hear your dog snoring, and I don't want it to not be in the podcast. I want <laughs> it to be here because this is adorable. I love your dog. Um, well, she is here, and I don't know how much of it's going to be picked up on the actual recording because I'm not seeing any jumps, but um, maybe. <laughs> I just want to say that this podcast is dedicated to Chuck Feeney and to your dog that is snoring by your feet. Yes, Bella is amazing and almost as good as Chuck Feeney. So thank you, Chuck, <laughs> for your generosity. And thank you, Bella, for your sound effects. We appreciate you both. And I will just <laughs> say again, I will just say again, anybody who has a story that wants, they want to send it to us so that we can uh, talk about it. If you find it, if it's your personal story from your life, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and send it to Mickey and Nikki HNC at gmail.com. We would love to cover it and we need those stories. So please send it Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. You can also tweet us at crappy not that's the at symbol crappy not because crappy not. that's twitter for you and you can find us there it's the picture of a chihuahua <laughs> and or you can find me at hafner nikki um i'm on twitter i'm you can find all of that in the show notes uh look me up come follow me i post good news whenever i can and i will have a twitter handle soon for this particular podcast um... yes mickey <laughs> no shame All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Okay, bye.